0: Welcome to a very special edition of Houndcast. I'm super excited to introduce you to our guest today, but before I do, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Justin. How are you, Justin?
1: Good. How are you, Amanda?
0: Awesome. So... Again, thanks for joining us today, everyone. Our special guests for the day are some graduates from the class of 2020. We're super excited to be talking with them to find out what their career plans are, how the COVID situation has really affected them. Um, I think a lot of our hearts go out to them, especially you alums who got to experience the last few months of your senior year and how special that was. So we're gonna chat with them a little bit today, but first I'd like to get them to introduce them themselves. So guys, would you be willing to tell everybody kind of a little bit about yourselves and your time at Moravian?
2: So my name's Eric Williams. Uh, I, my hometown's Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. Um, so not too far away. And uh, my major's uh, business management with a
0: minor in economics. Awesome. Thanks, Eric
2: everyone.
3: My name is Brian. I am a physics major with double minor in mathematics and computer science, and I am from Easton, Pennsylvania.
0: Thanks, Brian.
4: Hi, everyone. My name is Alina Baker. Um, I'm a law and society major and with minor in women's studies, and I'm from Kungeltown, Pennsylvania.
0: Welcome, Alina.
5: <laughs> hey, guys. My name is Matt Geary. I am a Nursing student, well, no, no longer student, nursing alum at this point, and I'm from downtown PA.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us today. We're super excited to have you on the show. Uh, one of the first things I kind of want to learn about from you guys is what was that transition to online learning like for you all? I mean, you came to Moravian with the idea and the thought that you were gonna be in class every day. You were gonna be with your fellow classmates. You were gonna be face-to-face with your professors and you had to really quickly make a transition to online learning. So what was that like for you guys? It,
2: it wasn't that bad. Um, luckily, uh, my, one of my professors has been using Zoom for multiple reasons, just meeting with his advisees. Um, and the other one picked it up very quickly. It was pretty seamless uh, all in all. So it, it didn't really hinder much of the course at all. I
3: definitely think you were at the mercy of your professor. So as a student, uh, you know, the transition wasn't bad from only having to wake up to go to my desk rather than all the way to class. Um, but it was as your professor, you know, if they were willing to put the effort in to make full use of Zoom and Canvas and such like that, uh, that was more or less like the, uh, the transitioning, I feel like that was the hardest.
0: And you guys really didn't miss a beat. Like we kind of, we had been on spring break, came back, and then you guys transitioned to online learning. So did, none of you guys really had a gap in there of you weren't learning anything, correct?
5: I'm gonna, so it was a little different for nursing. Um, There was just more moving parts because for us, we had our clinical time. And so the way nursing set up our lectures are front loaded in the first half of the semester. And then the back half of the semester, we do um, clinical rotations at the hospitals. And so when this virus really started to ramp up the hospitals that we work with cut all, you know, like student rotations. And so, you know, like, you know, really for me, the nursing department stepped in and did a great job of, you know, building lectures out for the entirety of the semester, just because usually they wouldn't have to do that. And so, there was a it was a little choppy in the beginning just because to throw an entire department and build a curriculum that quick I mean it was it was very impressive and so we had a little bit of a gap but not too long.
4: I was honestly impressed with my transition too. Uh, one out of my three classes was already online, um, so that was pretty much just extending a date here and there. But my other two classes, my one professor left on maternity leave right before all of this started happening. And so my other professor of my other class took over that class as well. So I had her twice. And then she also had to figure out how to transition everything online to this class that she's never taught before. That was just thrown on her lap, like the halfway through the semester, but she did a great job. And I think a lot of professors were kind of beating them. I don't know if it was just my experience, but maybe beating themselves up a little bit that they weren't doing better. And it was just like, you're doing good. Like, of course, this isn't going to be easy for anybody. So that was like my experience.
1: Thanks so much for sh- shedding a little bit of light about, you know, how you experienced the transition uh throughout the past two months. But regarding that, how did you feel about the knowledge that you received? Oh, I, I think it was definitely a little more challenging. Uh Definitely
3: the attention uh, span got a little shorter being in your room. You know, there's a lot more that you can occupy yourself with that you didn't think you would if you're sitting in a normal lecture. Um, but if you put the work in to, uh, you know, sit there and pay attention, still take notes, uh, a couple of my professors would record their uh, class session so that you could go back and rewatch it after if you missed anything for whatever reason. Um, and so, yeah, it was definitely, I think it would have been better if they had more time to push it online, like just picking up halfway through the semester and throwing everything online. I don't think it was ever meant to succeed a hundred percent well for everyone, but I mean, you know, being the times, the way they were, you know, it had to happen. I think it
5: definitely depends on your setup. You know, if you have a quiet place you can go in your house, then it works well. But if you don't, then, you know, it's kind of, I think you're, you know, on the disadvantage there, but, um, also like internet connection, you know, like if your internet is choppy or it cuts out through a lecture, it, you know, it definitely reduces the quality of knowledge, but, um, I don't think I, you know, imagine that I would like eat as much as I did now during uh, an online lecture, but it's definitely, it's definitely more distracting, but uh, I don't think I missed out on anything.
0: Would you guys ever consider taking like an entire program online? Like if you were to do your master's degree, would you ever do it online now that you've had this experience or would you opt for more a traditional in-class setting?
2: I think I've actually, I've come to, really appreciate the in-class setting um because of this so like uh brian and matt were saying it the quality just wasn't as good and i think now i just appreciate like being in the presence of all the classmates uh the professor and um just being able to have good conversation because i feel like you're less compelled to have or to speak up during class so um no i don't think i've ever complete an entire program online.
4: I definitely have to agree with you Eric. I don't know it it has to be an environment thing. I pride myself on being a pretty good student. I would love to just like isolate myself in the library or you know just be in an academic setting to do things and when I was home like regardless of having like a desk set up or anything like my mind was just not in it. It was pretty especially at first, it was pretty difficult just to get something like a simple discussion board finished, in my opinion, because you you really had to get used to that mindset. Like, you're not in an academic setting anymore. You're in a home setting. And for me, those two kind of battled each other a little bit.
1: And what would be one thing that you guys missed about having to move to the online virtual setting? For me,
5: I think it's the, uh, the ease of asking questions. Um, so my nursing lectures, we have 42 students in our like cohort for our year and uh you know and like 42 people have a question on zoom like everybody unmutes their mic and everybody's asking and so I think like the second lecture we did the teacher just kind of asked like hey it was either like you know use the raise your hand function in zoom or just throw it in the chat and so that was hard because again like you know if I'm in class I can gauge the room and see if someone else has a question or you know like if everybody has that blank look on their face, then it's like, okay, nobody else gets this, but like, you know, I can't tell that via Zoom. And so it's these, uh, it's the little nuances that you like, you can pick up in, you know, in person. And so that's, I think that's what I miss the most.
3: Yeah, and I definitely think, uh, definitely uh, professors mandating, like the face cam being on, like being attentive, but my professors didn't do that. And so we were all just like black screens with our names on them, mics muted, and so, Like, he'd ask a question and just get silence for 10 seconds, and sometimes he wouldn't get an answer just because people, you know, you're all in the same classroom not talking, so not one person's going to jump out and answer it. So I definitely think uh, if you move in online, uh, requiring the face cam, being attentive, and paying attention, stuff like that.
0: Awesome, so can you guys share with everyone what your plans are now that you have completed your coursework at Moravian? What's kind of that next step? And has the pandemic kind of changed any of those plans? Is there anything that maybe you've had to put off or maybe you didn't get done that, you know, you kind of wanted to to prepare for what's next?
2: So uh, back in, march i accepted a job with an alum uh, at stout associates it's a accounting firm in allentown with uh, mike stout um, so i'll start that i've been interning for him since last june anyways so um, the transition is going to be pretty easy the only thing that got hindered was um, uh, me moving into an apartment i was supposed to move in on june 1st but they were unable to finish construction in time so now i have to move in on june 19th so i'm gonna have to pack up my stuff and go back to new jersey for a couple weeks but um it's really the only thing that got,
0: got messed up that's awesome eric congratulations on your job and really neat that it's also within a alum so that's awesome for you congratulations yeah thank you what about you brian
3: Um, So I am going down to Florida State University, uh, getting my graduate degree in physics. And so uh, upon my acceptance, they wanted me down there July 31st, but I haven't heard of a different timeline yet, although I'm sure I'll be getting news soon. Um, One thing that is definitely being hindered is one professor reached out and wanted me to come down sooner uh, and do research with him. And he's kind of like, yeah, you know, I have like this idea, come down sooner, like end of June, Uh, do research before class even starts, you know, this, that. And he's like, well, it's kind of like all hypothetical for the time being, because I'm not sure if, you know, that'll be possible. And so that's definitely one thing. Uh, Flying down to Florida is definitely not a good time to be doing that right now, you know, so we'll have to uh, see where this goes.
0: That's great for you. Ryan, congratulations. What are you going to be kind of focusing on in your program?
3: Um, So it is a PhD program. So I'll be down there for probably like four or five years. Uh, I'm getting it in physics and then I specialize in astrophysics. So I do a lot of research on uh, stellar components. uh, So stars and uh, exoplanets and those kind of things. So fun stuff.
0: Very cool. That's awesome. Alina, how about you? So
4: the goal is right now to get into a law school and continue my education right away. Um, I guess the the pandemic is really affecting decisions um, because a lot of the schools I applied to aren't even getting back to me because I assume they have to go over. They've been communicating, but uh, they have to go over applications all like this, and that's a little harder um, versus in person. Um, I will be honest, though, I've fielded a good amount of denies um so part of me is kind of looking forward to this goal and part of me is kind of thinking of a plan b if it doesn't go down this route and trying to think of a plan b right now during this time is a little hard because everything's so uncertain Um, but i'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason and you just kind of you got to roll with the punches
0: so well we would wish you the best of luck i you know I know you pretty well and i am sure you're going to be very successful Um, so good luck with everything and keep us in the loop with what ends up happening we definitely want to know definitely thank you amanda how about you matt
5: so i will be pursuing a uh, nursing role in the emergency department um so that's a pretty exciting time to do that given everything that's uh going on um i'm looking at a couple different hospitals uh some in PA and a couple in New Jersey. And so I'm just kind of waiting to, you know, have all the options presented and then, you know, pick what works for me. Um, I think for me, for, you know, COVID and changing things, it's uh, it's going to be interesting because it's hard to sign a lease or get an apartment because everything, you know, there's no in-person showings. So um, after three years of living, uh, you know, not at home, I will be moving back with mom and dad come, uh, June first, and so you know, I think that for me is going to be the biggest uh, transition. You know, I absolutely love my parents. I just, you know, it's been three years, and so it's going to be, it's going to be a good time, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: I'm sure you will embrace it, and you know, I think there's definitely a lot of alums out there that moved home after school, and it's not the worst thing in the world. I did it. I'm, you know, I was okay with it for a while, um, you know, but I'm sure that you will do great. Is there any? Um, you know, issues with hiring in kind of that nursing field right now? Have they kind of put pause on some of that? Or do you think they're hiring more now because they need the help?
5: So it's an interesting mix. Um, I worked at one of the local hospitals in actually the finance department. So I have a a surprisingly in-depth knowledge of hospital revenues at at an age of 22. But, um, you know, you look at like elective surgeries and that kind of thing. Most hospitals are cutting those. Um, They're starting to kind of, Open them back up, and so hospitals, you know, really lost a lot of revenue over the past um, two months, and so it's interesting to see <clears throat> the steps they're taking to try and build back their workforce, because, you know, a lot of people did end up losing their jobs or get furloughed, and so, you know, as a 22-year-old with no experience, it's it's kind of hard to walk in and say like, hey, well, you should hire me, instead of, you know, like the, say, you know, nurse with four years of experience who just got furloughed, you know, and so it's, it's hard to navigate it at such a young age and you know I'm very thankful for the connections that Moravian has given me and stuff like that and you know I'm very thankful to have offers already but it's 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 a hard time to be a grad and and look at a place to work and so and as a nurse you know you kind of have to look at like okay well which hospital is treating their nurses the best because you know anybody can watch the news and see you know the the PPE crisis and all that kind of stuff and so it's uh, it's nerve-wracking but I do think I'm
3: prepared.
0: Well, best of luck to you, Matt. Uh, we know that you'll be super successful and excited to kind of see where this takes you, especially during this time. So keep us in the loop.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And you guys have grown so much over these past four years, right? Not only within your respective majors, but just through the transition, you know, of, of being a first-year student, right, throughout your matriculation at Moravian, you've grown uh Emotionally, intellectually, you know, professionally, personally, physically, all of these different changes, and, and all this growth has occurred during your time. What is one thing that you guys will miss about your time at Moravian, and more importantly, right, your time as a greyhound student? I'm
2: going to go with um, just being able to walk around and knowing pretty much everybody, with the exception of a few but you still recognize everybody and like being able to hang out on the hammocks or the Adirondack chairs and just be able to have a good time while the four years here are so short, you kind of make the most of it with those kind of memories. So I think that's definitely something I'll miss the most. Top of that, uh,
3: something else I'm like similarly gonna miss in that aspect is like just interacting with the admins of the college, uh, you know, faculty, staff, the facilities workers, you know, everyone. Um, Even though, you know, it's working relationships, they really do feel more so like friendships uh, than they do like, you know, like a boss or whatever you may be the relationship of it. And that's one thing I really uh, didn't take for granted. I don't think at Moravian, I I knew like having such close relationships with the people that control what goes on day to day here, uh, something that doesn't happen very often at other places. So I'm very grateful and I will miss uh, having that here.
4: I think very similar to you guys. And also just um, when you're at a school and you're pretty involved with like every part of it, like students, alumni, like prospective students, everything, you you feel very attached with your involvements and you feel like very one with the college community. So even though that does happen when you're alumni and Moravian's amazing at that and ensuring that you do feel that way after you graduate, it's it it's a certain, you feel a certain type of way from going from being incredibly involved and, and with all these ties um, to not really being in that, like Eric was saying, like in that environment and just in that inner circle right away. Um, and just having that like consistent support. And again, you do have that, but it's going to be hard not, you know, on your way to go back home, you can swing by your professor's office and ask a question or career center or something like that. Um, it's definitely going to be a change. There's so much I'm going to miss, but that's a that's one thing for sure.
5: I think for me, it's probably going to be the uh, the proximity to all the people that you enjoy hanging out with. I think the way Moravian's set up, it really fosters just kind of like, you can, you I mean, you can't take like 20 steps and not have a conversation with someone. Like, you're, there's always someone to talk to, there's always someone to hang out with, so for me, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be kind of a bummer to not like roll out of bed and you know, the next five minutes you see someone you wanna hang out with. And so I'm looking looking forward to, you know, coming back for alumni events and homecoming and commencement and all that kind of stuff to see everybody again, you know, kind of have everybody in one place. So yeah, I will miss it, but I know there's gonna be more times that Raving will
1: provide that atmosphere. On behalf of the alumni office, we want you guys to be involved, right? We want to come back and enjoy all of the engagement opportunities uh, that, you know, you currently Um, are a part of now. An alumni network that's more than 18,000, you know, Greyhound strong. And so we want to make sure that
0: you're a part of that. Thank you all so much for joining us today and shedding a little bit of light onto what the last few months has been like for you all. Uh, You know, we are so thankful to have gotten to know you guys over your four years and are excited to see where you guys will go in the future. We're super proud of you as well as the entire class of 2020 your resilience is, you know, just such a, such a proud thing for Moravian, and something that we are thrilled to be able to show off. So we thank you all so much for joining us. Congratulations to the class of 2020. We look forward to celebrating with you all this fall during our homecoming weekend. Uh, commencement is going to be an amazing day for you guys and we're excited to bring that all to you. So thanks for joining us today and for all of our viewers, thanks for tuning in for a very special edition of Poundcast. We'll see you in another week or so with our next edition with Katie P. Desiderio from the Economics and Business Department. See you guys soon!